Hey, this is Adam Brown, and today I want to talk a little bit more about collaborating with influencers. I really think brands need to think long and hard about this and um, start to not just be binary, like they're either all in or all out. They need to think about holistically what do they want to accomplish, which is usually they want great content, they want user-generated content, they want real-life situations, and they want influence, influence to buy from their website, influence to buy... Um, from a store or from Amazon uh, or influence on a, a use case, like uh, how to drink this drink or how to bake with this flour or whatever it might be, right? And influencers just play such a key part in all of that. And so you need to think about how, when, and where you can use them as part of that journey. For content, it's simple. You look at their feed, you look at what they post. Do they have great content? Do they have content that um, resonates with you, that you think matches with your branding, then they could be a good partner. Do they have the right kind of influence? Do they encourage people to go to websites and buy? And if and when they do, do you look in their comments and see that they have a lot of engagement, that people are asking, that people are you know, saying stuff that are affirmations or confirmations that they uh, appreciate the post and are gonna take action? Uh, it might be something like, oh my God, I need to try this, or thanks so much for sharing, I can't wait to try some, or this sounds delicious, can't wait to pick it up at the store. Like those kind of buying signals are um, are great for your brand. I would screenshot them, use them, show them to your C-suite, show them to your new fans and followers, um, use them in your emails, uh, and definitely show it to your buyer, right? Show the buyer that, hey, we worked with a small influencer, people in your neighborhood, so you know, like, an influencer in Cleveland, Ohio, that's near a Kroger that you were sold in, and um, she or he posted, people engage and said they're gonna pick up. That's a buying signal that is highly likely they're gonna come pick it up at your store. That has big time value to the buyer, big time value for your business relationship. And with the influencers, I'm a big value person. I always talk about it. I'm looking for um, underpriced attention, not overpriced attention. So I don't look for the big guys. I look for the smaller niche ones, the ones that have potential, like um, looking in like third, fourth, fifth round as opposed to the first round of the draft where it's all like blue chip marquee stocks, right? Or you know that a lot of those people in those first rounds aren't always um, the ones that pan out. You might find a Tom Brady in the end of the sixth round that works for you. Hopefully you get the analogy. So I think that you really need to be looking at your influencer strategy, um, modifying it as you go into May and June, Stores are opening back up again. The, the um, uh, culture uh, is opening back up again. I guess I should say the country is opening back up again. And people are going to be out and about, uh, picnics, ball games, having fun, going to stores. You're just going to get back out into public. And that's a great time to find underpriced value play influencers that can bring you content, that can bring you real influence, and who are highly engaged with their audience. So if you put your uh, focus on of what you wanna have happen, and then you go look in their feeds and see how engaged they are, you see the kind of comments you're getting, you see the kind of posts that they do, you can find the right partners for you. And it's not every influencer is right for everybody, but I can guarantee you there are influencers that are perfectly matched for your goals, and you don't get them if you don't go out looking for them. And if you don't go out looking for them, that's a big miss. So I highly encourage you change that. That's it for today. I'll see you out in the field.